I am incredibly honored and excited to be having a live conversation with the incredible Gail Mercer McKay. So Gail, thank you so much for, for taking the time and joining me because there is a lot of exciting things that you are busy with. Um, and so it's really an honor to have a few minutes of your time. Well, Cheryl, I'm delighted. I mean, we've met a couple of times and you have so generously donated time to the WIT Network where I'm a co-founder to help women, you know, learn how to get mentally tough and how to live their best lives and achieve all their dreams. And we're so delighted that we've got you as, you know, as part of our team of, of really amazing um, uh, advisors and strategists and content creators to help the women of the network. So um, pretty excited to talk to you too. Yeah, thanks so much. And it was amazing to be a co-speaker at the uh, Women in Cloud event at Microsoft. Wow, the things that are coming out of Microsoft, it just, it, I was gonna say it blows my mind, but it just, it just keeps going and going and going. And so I'm really excited to talk to you about um, some of the incredible things that you're doing. And I know you have a, that WIT Network has their big conference coming up, I believe tomorrow. Tomorrow, we're all converging on Toronto. Yeah, and, and it will be live streamed. It'll be live streamed all around the world for people. So it's exciting. Yeah, we're excited about it. Yeah, and so if people want to know about that, where can they plug into that? I'm excited. I'm really glad we're going to be there, but I'm excited to catch the live stream. Yeah, that will be. I think if you go to the Wit Network website, so it's thewitnetwork.com, w-i-t-network.com. Uh, how to register for the live stream will be right there. So okay, awesome. Yeah. But let's talk about something that happened, was it just live yesterday? Something that it's not just not an amazing accomplishment for you and your company, but also for a lot of other people. So can you share with us a little bit um, about your app that is now live, who it serves, why you're excited about it? Uh, absolutely, I am now officially a software vendor. You know, as of yesterday, I'm a software developer, software company. We launched our first application in the Microsoft Cloud. And it is a, um, it's a marketing destination portal from Microsoft partners for technology companies all around the world to use. And we've launched it with our first free module. The first module is free. And it helps Microsoft partners build amazing submissions to try and win a Microsoft Partner of the Year award. Every year, three, more than 3,000 partners from around the world um, vie with their competitors to win one of about 40 awards. It's a tough competition and partners really, um, really work hard at it. It's a, it's an eight week process from start to finish. And so what we've done is we've been really good at helping partners get to the podium and win. So we've taken all our best tips and all our best secrets and we've put them in this free planning tool, preparation tool for partners to use. So it's live. I think on the ticker tape, the uh, URL is there. Thanks for putting that up, Cheryl. So partners can go and register and it will never cost you any money. It's free. You can you can use this. Yeah. And that is amazing. And yes, it is on the banner that's scrolling below. And that's amazing for a couple of reasons. First of all, I want to honor you for the timing because now, you know, Microsoft Inspire is coming up in July. There's time, people. There's time to hop on this. So if you haven't checked it out and you really want to get focused and maybe even if you're teetering on the edge of thinking, I don't know, who am I to do this? I, we're just going to have a conversation around how to develop the mindset and the habits and the vision to really just really go after it. So your timing is impeccable. 
I know that um, you were in the accelerator and you graduated from that and that took a lot of work. So I want to commend you for that and um, which is just incredible. So, and you've been mentioning Microsoft, but some people that are watching there might say, well, I'm not a Microsoft partner or this isn't, you know, um, but it's not only for Microsoft partners, right? Oh, correct. I mean, if you are a woman in business and you're thinking, I'd like to grow my business, I'd like to take advantage of technology, I'm reading and hearing a lot about cloud. I'm wondering if I could build something in the cloud, but that just feels super overwhelming. Um, Microsoft technology is the place to go. And the Microsoft partner program is the place to go um, because it's, it's much simpler these days to build, take process and take IP and take, take thought leadership and turn it into some kind of a software application. And in fact, we spent close to a year thinking about what we wanted this tool to look like and include in terms of what's the processes we need, what are the dashboards going to look like, where's the data going to come from, you know, what are templates, all of the elements that that I would say are not technology but, but business, business process and, and delivering business value. And then when we decided to build it in the Microsoft Cloud, it took eight weeks, eight weeks, that's it, from start to finish to going live, eight weeks. And that's unheard of, like it's unheard of. I mean, years ago, you would have to invest millions of dollars. It would take a year, two years to build the kind of thing that we built in eight weeks, which makes it accessible for women, particularly women, business women who don't have a lot of technical knowledge and might feel like, ah, oh, this is beyond me, or I don't have a capital partner. I don't have the capital to build this. I don't have enough knowledge. I don't have the capital. A lot of that is uh has been eliminated or removed or reduced dramatically to make this very accessible to women in business yeah that is incredible and then what we saw you this was just in january that you were speaking that you graduated mm -hmm. in cloud and um you've been able to do a lot in a very short amount of time and also that your level of conscious capitalism is very noble you know as well to really um when uh, honestly um I think we need to see it more and more. We haven't seen a lot of women helping women enough to pull them up. So I really want to honor you for throwing down those lifelines and really not thinking about yourself and your company, but the greater good for women in business. So I really want to honor you for that. There's a great Zig Ziglar quote that I just live by and it is, and I'm not going to say it exactly right, but it is, you will get everything you want in life if you will help everybody else get everything they want in life. And um, and I believe that's true. You know, if you if you can, the more you can help others, the more comes back to you. So sometimes I feel like I'm very selfish. When I help other people, I really feel kind of selfish because I always end up with more coming back to me than I ever give out, so. Yeah, so that's great. Well, it's just the power. I mean, you don't just read the quote, but you live into it. You've actually seen the power of it. So that's good. But let's take a step back. If you don't mind, I'd like to ask you a question that might make you a little uncomfortable. That's okay. Um, you know, what I've seen over the last two decades working with world class athletes and some of, you know, the most inspiring successful women here in San Francisco and Silicon Valley and worldwide, what we see is, is that transformation and success, it's not a straight shot from A to B, right? There's setbacks and, and failures and all sorts of different things. So, and a lot of times we 
put other people up on a pedestal and people that are watching this might see you and say, oh, I know she says these things and she's done these things, but that's Gail Mercer McKay. Who am I to take this on? So can you share, you know, maybe some tips and just be really honest with the people listening about where you started, maybe some rough patches along the way and maybe how you persevered through them. Sure. Uh, yeah. You know, I will honestly say that for most of my career, I made fear-based decisions. I took the safe bet. I took the safe job. I wasn't always happy, but I had this great fear of being fired. I had a fear of, you know, not having enough money. I had a fear of not being employable. So I would take jobs that felt safe. I never reached for promotions because I was afraid that I would be turned down. And so that was how I lived my life. And I'll, I'll even throw in the fact that when with fear comes often lots of other crutches. And for me, that crutch was alcohol. So I even developed, you know, alcoholism, so, which I don't share with a lot of people, but, but I, you know, I developed that as well. And that was something that I had to let go of, uh, you know, almost 20 years ago now, but something that, you know, was a crutch for me because I was living this fear-based life. Um, and so uh, ultimately, you know, I was fired one day and that actually became one of the most freeing experiences of my life because my greatest fear, I walked right into my greatest fear. And that is when everything changed for me. Mm -hmm. So thank you for sharing that and being really transparent because what the, the reason why I personally think it's hope is that now we know that Gail Mercer McKay is a human, um, meaning that we know that you are just not birthed into this world with all of these amazing successes that you in fact did have some real um, mindset struggles and some real physical struggles, but then you were able to emerge as a champion. So I want to really honor you for being very transparent because not everyone is. And so the next question I have for you, uh, because I'm the, you know, the mental toughness and high performance girl, and I'm fascinated by this stuff. I want to know, you know, with the state of affairs now, you know, you're going to be providing women in business with these amazing tools. But what do you think is really holding women back right now so they're not maybe going to fully lean into the best versions of themselves, maybe not even pull the trigger and take advantage of this amazing free resource? And maybe even some women might take advantage of your free resource, but they won't see it through from start to finish. So what do you think is the mindset or, you know, what is the, the missing link in their mindset when it comes to confidence or how they're thinking or how they're believing? Well, I would say, you know, the first thing, and you and I talked about this a little bit before we went live, because you confess to having this a little bit yourself, but our own sense of inadequacy, you know, our own fear of failure, our own sense that we're not good enough, you know, that's, you know, you're saying that's Gail Mercer McKay, but I could have said, you know, that's, Gabriella Schuster, or that's, uh, you know, Kareed Sharp, or that's Julie Simpson, I could have pointed to all kinds of women and said, well, that's, you know, they can do that. But who am I to think I can go there. And, and so I do have to, you know, I do have to call a shout out to the women of technology who were role models for me when I did face that big fear, I looked around for role models, and I, and I copied them. So I think 
I think the thing is there are there are role models out there, and when you feel that fear, look for those role models and find one or two that you can align to 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 help you move forward. I think the other thing that we've read and heard a lot about, and certainly women in cloud is on a mission to eradicate this. And the WIT, the WIT network that I'm a co-founder of is on a mission as well to arm women with leadership tools and 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 the things they need to make these these great leaps and these decisions is um, is access to capital, access to resources, access to some roadmap and some um, foundational ways of moving forward. I am so risk averse. So I've built my company with zero debt. I have no debt, never had debt. Um, but, and that's typical of women. That's why women don't get beyond that million dollar mark. You know, you read that women start businesses and they rarely fail. Their businesses are really successful, but many of them don't ever get beyond $250,000 in sales because the moving to that next leap requires some investment, sometimes requires some risk. And that's really tough for women. So fear of risk, um, uh, fear of failure and not necessarily seeing how amazing and great they are to be able to carry this dream forward. So maybe not even seeing the potential. Seeing the potential, absolutely. Believing, maybe they see it, but maybe believing that potential. Yeah, that is really, that is really huge. So, so, you know, if you think about, I want you to imagine for a second, if, if women collectively had the, the clarity about the vision, but also the confidence to believe in it, you know, and also the confidence to keep going, even with these setbacks or failures, and then if they had knew how to influence, in other words, because as you were saying earlier, before we were live, you know, no one gains, no one gets to that next level without help. You were telling me the four steps, you know, it's a successful business, and it is Required you to have now, I think you said 19 employees and their salespeople and, you know, all sorts of a big team around you now. So, you know, that is also takes influence. And so if you could just speak to how you, how important you feel it is in the vision for women to be crystal clear about what they want, deserve, believe in it, and having the confidence in it, and then understanding and mastering the science of influence so they can have allies to kind of shore them up and push it forward. So that's a really great quote, that science of influence, because one of the things that I have learned is that I, and it goes back to that Zig Ziglar quote, I can make steps forward when I am helping other people make their steps forward. So how do we align? You know, you and I had a conversation before this started where you have a business around mindset, you're helping coach people, you're helping develop leaders, you're helping people understand how to develop an Olympian mindset. And I went, oh, well, I have a leadership team that I need to develop an Olympian mindset. Let's talk once this is over, maybe we can help each other get forward together. So I think finding those kinds of partnerships where you are actively helping other people move their vision forward, as it aligns to yours, rather than coming up and saying, can you help me without finding any other way of helping in return? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And I think um, it's along the lines with, I'm just seeing in the background, I have the book, um, The Infinite Game by Simon Sinek. And I was thinking, why don't I have my book behind me? Um, <laughs> 
you know, I guess Simon Sinek's a little, a little more popular these days um, so far. Um, but you know, that speaks to the main message and in the infinite game. And that is, that is how are we going to create something for the long game? You know, how are we going to leave a business, you know, better than when we found it? How are we going to leave people better? How are we going to leave our companies, the, the society and the world better? Yeah. And so I really want to um, commend you for that. And also reminding us, it's not what we have. It's not about us. How can we step in and care more about others and care more about serving others, care more about our employees, our community and kind of the state of affairs of the world. And um, like you were mentioning before we were live, and it really does come back to you tenfold. So thank you for bringing up that really important reminder of instead of, you know, asking people for their help with something, really think about how can you partner together to serve and then both get to the next level together. I think that was a really important point. All right, so can you give, if you have some um, is, is aspiring um, female, um, or I was gonna say female entrepreneurs and their male allies, can you give us some concrete tips? Maybe someone has just gotten back from a yoga retreat, or they've been daydreaming at work about this Thing, but it's a crazy idea because I get really lit up about crazy ideas because um, I believe wholeheartedly and based on the last 40 plus years of human performance research, crazy ideas have been coming to life for a really long time, even mm -hmm. before all the research was out. So can you give us though three concrete tips or strategies for someone who has really been thinking about this thing over and over again. And before mm -hmm. we do that, I just want to share a philosophy. And that is that we all have something really special placed within us. And that you, and this isn't a religious statement. It's more of a spiritual yeah. statement that the universe is really conspiring for us to bring it out. And it sounds like for you, you were getting some nudges along the road of, you know, you know, you're made for more. This isn't it. And then you weren't really listening. So you got a little kick in the, you know what you got fired. Right. Yep. And so I really believe that if um, women and some of the men that are supporting them as well, you know, if we start to feel uncomfortable, like you know, like we're made for more or like we should be doing something different. I really want to invite everyone out there to really pay attention to that. It means you I, This is what I believe that you're being called. You're being called for more, as I believe that you were and that you didn't initially accept the challenge. But then you were kind of forced a little bit in accepting the challenge. And once you took that ball, you have been like, no stopping you. But what strategies, like kind of clear strategies or steps? Because part of what's daunting is if you have this big dream and this big idea, but it's, it's just so far away. And how world-class performers think, and we talked about this a few minutes back, but how they think is as if it's already happened. So rather than think that I'm here and that big, big audacious dream is over there, let's start thinking and encouraging people to really get vivid and detailed that it's already happened. But what strategies then, assuming that they've done this and they work through the clarity, they have it, what strategies, maybe I would say two or three strategies can you give people to get started? Because what really is important for confidence at least based on the research, we talk about this a little bit in my book, is that it's progress. 
It's actionable steps that we do. So if we're trying to get fit and healthy, it's maybe we go for a walk 10 minutes, five days a week or the thing. So based on your experience and your app going live and all the things that you've been able to, to do, if you think back to the infancy of the idea, you know, what advice can you give people based on that? Maybe two or three concrete strategies. And they might be things that you did that really served you, or maybe you went down a other path and messed up. So it's, it's really important to tell people things that you tried that weren't right so they can avoid that. So things either to avoid or to really just concrete and start doing. Sure. Um, great question. Um, so one of the things before I ever started my business, before I got fired and when I was in technology sales, I really wanted to be some kind of a writer, but I had no training in writing. I had no expertise. I had no classes. I had no nothing. And so I decided to go and, and I, I got this from Oprah. She said, if you want to do something, volunteer, the thing you want to do the most, be a volunteer. So I went to the local hospital and I volunteered to run a writing class for people that were for, for patients at the hospital. And they were looking for some volunteers and they didn't care what your credentials were. And all I had was a passion for writing. And so I went week over week and practiced. I, you know, I read uh, The Artist's Way and I used some of those exercises and I led the class in how to write. And along the way, I gained confidence in writing. I gained confidence in my ability to write. So that when I was fired from my job, I was actually had some confidence already and I decided, you know, uh, that I wanted to start something in writing. I already had some confidence in it. So that's one strategy. If you want to go into something that you feel you've got no knowledge about, find a way to volunteer, join a board, get involved, you know, help out with the WIT network, whatever it is, do some kind of volunteer work that gives you some confidence. The second thing is write your goals down. I mean, there's so many studies that say if you write your goals down you are more likely to get them and to tie into what you just said cheryl once you write them down the universe takes over the universe every concrete thing that happens in our in our life begins as a thought and if we write it down it makes that thought more concrete and the universe conspires to put people in your way and and things in your way like a manager who fires you <laughs> whatever to get you closer to goal and then the third strategy that I have used over and over again is I always build a PowerPoint presentation that talks to my success one year from today. So I have a PowerPoint presentation right now that was done about six months ago that said, you know, you have an application in market, you've won an award for it, you have 500 people using it, uh, blah, blah, I can't remember everything that's in there. So, but all of these things that I was hoping to accomplish this year, and I'm already part of the way through. So we, I create the PowerPoint as if it's as if it's already happened, as if the next 12 months have already happened. And and then the final piece, I, I think I shared this with you too, is when you start to move into owning your own business, you need to think beyond where you are today. So you need to think where you are going to be. And I tell people we became a million dollar company when we were at uh, when it, when we were at a quarter of a million dollars, because at a quarter of a million dollars, I needed to think like a million dollar CEO, and I needed to ask myself, would a million dollar CEO do this and make change in the company based on that? And so now we're at three million, and my thinking is, would a fifteen million dollar CEO do this? 
So I cha I'm changing my behaviors, our strategies, the software investing in, you know, what we're doing with our company based on that kind of thinking. Does so that help? That's amazing. I mean, we're speaking the same language because that's exactly how Olympians think. That's exactly how a lot of the women that I work with speak. And um, it's no wonder that you're seeing a lot of the success that you're seeing because you have the mindset and the habits that are really serving you and all of those around you. So I want to commend you for that. And also, if you have not had a chance to check out uh, this new app, which just went live yesterday, it is at HTTPS. It's down below. It's at portal.mercermckay.com. Check it out. It's for free. Even if you are not um, a Microsoft partner, it's really for anyone who is preparing um, for you know a similar type of award. If what we're talking about really resonates with you and makes sense to you, and you're like, gosh, I need some help with the clarity. I need some help building a roadmap and building the confidence and then understanding the science of influence. Or if you want to hear more of these interviews, I would really encourage you to join my community, which is at www.cherylkline.com. And I look forward to more interviews with incredible, incredible women like Gail Mercer McKay. And I look forward to making this content real for all of you out there. Thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us. And I look forward to seeing you in my community. Gail, thank you again. Um, I can't wait to see the WIT conference stream tomorrow. And I'm also, it was an honor to be a fellow speaker with you at Women in Cloud. And I also look forward to partnering, hopefully, to getting some of these tools out to the amazing women in your network. You are truly inspiring, and I really appreciate it. And I look forward to interviewing you again sometime soon. Cheryl, thanks so much. Uh, right back at you. This was just such a pleasure. And uh, I'm looking forward to continuing our collaboration. And I think we're going to learn a lot from each other. So this is, this is super. Thanks again. Thanks again. All right. Talk to you next time.